On today's news episode, we discuss the new design for Coronado Springs Lobby, the celebration of Mickey Mouse's birthday around the world this month, and some things you probably didn't know about how Disney's annual TV Christmas special is filmed. This is the Capture the Magic podcast. everybody and welcome to capture the magic podcast episode 40 this is our weekly news show that we post every thursday where we talk about the latest and greatest walt disney world news and rumors plus we always have a little mini discussion at the end of the show and my name is jamie and i am joined by my husband jared as always hello jared hello how is it going over there uh it's going meaning over there across the table yes that's what i meant i have a uh, lovely canker sore that is making my life miserable but um, yikes for those that don't know what canker sores are just google it it's i get them terribly like i'll get two or three and then they combine into one major one and it makes eating and talking and living harder Any, anything to do with your mouth yeah so, so yeah. it's fine yeah i'm sorry but if you if you want some cheering up, uh, Halloween is over, and Christmas season literally is here because I see tons of decorations already up. I disagree. There's merchandise everywhere. I disagree. Thanksgiving season is here. Yeah, look at Disney. Like Christmas has exploded at Disney just immediately. I understand. I just refuse to acknowledge it until Thanksgiving is done. Like I like Thanksgiving. I don't feel like Thanksgiving gets enough praise so i'm i just am acting like i'll acknowledge that christmas decorations are up but i'm not going to get into the christmas spirit until after thanksgiving you sound like um our niece who um i just was talking to last night she said that she wanted her school to have a thanksgiving party because she, they have a halloween party and they have like a christmas holiday party but no thanksgiving party and she feels like it doesn't get the attention it deserves she's wise just like you do she's very wise um, it does not so um we uh yeah we're uh, i'm excited for christmas i'm always excited for christmas i'm gonna be talking about christmas for two months and i don't well, care. i'm excited for christmas it's just i don't i don't know why we have to impede on thanksgiving so hard like we've got a whole month for christmas like at least thanksgiving yeah. can get half a month yeah because at this point, I would argue Halloween gets more of a lead up than Thanksgiving does um, from a lot of people. Oh, than Thanksgiving? Oh, for sure. For sure. Halloween and, and Christmas kind of share their um, uh, com- commercialism, I guess. Yeah. There are a lot of things to buy and do and all that stuff. So um, Thanksgiving, yeah. underrated holiday. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, speaking of Christmas, we're going to talk about at the end of the uh, after the news and rumors we're going to talk about um the disney christmas special that is filmed every year at disney world disneyland and parks around the world um but that'll that'll be coming up after we talk about some stories so before we get started a little bit of housekeeping to get to on top of our news show that we release every thursday we also have a Diz talk episode that goes out every monday this past Monday, we debuted the first episode in a series we are calling Distory, where we discuss the past, present, and future of a particular Disney attraction or themed land. We did the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror for this first one, so give that a listen after this episode. We encourage everybody to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at this point, and so information about those accounts are in the show notes. This uh, this podcast is available on many platforms, including iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And it's also posted on our website, CaptureTheMagicPodcast.com. And speaking of our website, if you want to stay up to date and um, want information about new episodes and be entered for a chance to win a free t-shirt, go ahead and subscribe to our newsletter on the site. And uh, lastly, if you are a new listener to the podcast, um, first of all, we are so glad you you are here and you're listening to us. Um, please subscribe to our channel on any of the platforms that we mentioned, and uh, you'll be notified of when new episodes are released. So 
that is it for housekeeping. We're going to kind of segue in here. I think you meant who's keeping. Who, housekeeping. Housekeeping, yes. Um, I find myself saying that for house all the time now. House. In my head. House. Yeah. It's your, it's your accent, your new accent. Sure. Okay, well, we're going to start with business news. We just have one business story you want to mention, and uh, we'll get to that right now. Uh, this one is that AIG sues to avoid paying Disney $25 million in the, quote, pink slime settlement. Uh, AIG sued the Walt Disney Company on Thursday, seeking a declaration that it does not have to pay a $25 million insurance claim arising from the pink slime defamation case. Beef Products Incorporated filed a multi-billion dollar defamation claim in South Dakota following a series of ABC News reports on lean beef trimmings, otherwise known as pink slime. Partway through the trial... In June, Disney settled the case. The terms were confidential, but in August, the company disclosed a legal expense of $177 million, most of which was attributed to the settlement. Since then, AIG and Disney have been fighting over whether the settlement should be covered by Disney's $25 million insurance policy. Last week, Disney sued AIG in federal court, seeking to force the insurer into arbitration in Los Angeles. And on Thursday, AIG laid out some of its arguments as to why the claim should not be paid. According to the suit, the policy requires that ABC obtain written approval from outside counsel before broadcasting its report. Uh, the reason for this is obvious, argues AIG's attorney, Michael Bowe of Kasowitz Benson Torres LLP. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if, an un- if an insured consult- consults outside counsel concerning potentially defamatory settlements prior to making them, the insured will be less likely to engage in conduct that co- that gives rise to liability. Though some portions of the complaint are blacked out, it appears that AIG's contention is that ABC did not give the required advance blessing from its attorneys. It appears that Disney's counter-argument is that it was not commercially re- reasonable or normal industry practice to obtain written permission from outside lawyers. A Disney spokesman said, rather than honor the terms of the insurance policy it sold us, AIG has chosen instead to evade those terms and attack its consumer. We will vigorously pursue our right to recover. What is pink slime again? I'm. Uh, it's they the kind stuff. Of, they kind of explained it. but It's like the stuff like chicken nuggets are made of. They basically take huh? chicken, grind it up, and it's like a pink oh. slime that they can... Basically, you can put it into like forms to make them into stuff like chicken nuggets. If you get them from like McDonald's, yeah, they don't like naturally look like that. It's pink slime that makes them oh, look like they that. Don't, they don't. They're, you, you can't. You can't cut off a chicken in perfect little uh, like. I know. I know. It's. I'm just explaining it for everybody. So basically, pink slime is uh, a gooey consistency that is made of chicken. Oh, and it's pink. Pink slime. It says lean beef trimmings. Oh well, maybe it's beef. I don't. Get, I guess the, you can do it. That's what it said beef. on here. I guess you can do it with beef or chicken. I know that's pretty much what pink slime is. Okay. Because there's a big uproar about it a couple years back. Hmm. Okay. So they just don't. AIG just doesn't want to pay the insurance claim. Seems right? like it. I kind of zoned out halfway through because uh, there's a lot of jargon. Like in the legal jargon, and I I zone yeah. out quickly. Yeah. But yeah. So. AIG probably just doesn't want to pay the $25 million. That's what I said. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I hope they have to. Because Disney deserves more money. Just kidding. I don't know about that, but... They do have a lot. But they also... What is... Are they like the biggest... They're the biggest employer in, in the U.S., right? The largest employer? I don't employer? I, I don't know that. I know in Florida they are, but I don't know about okay. U.S. So I don't know. I'm just curious. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's move on to the next one. We're going to go to parks and resorts now. Yeah, so uh, Disney Parks is celebrating Mickey Mouse's birthday on November 18th. And um, it says, Mickey Mouse is headed out for another intrepid adventure to celebrate his birthday with some of the biggest, from some of his biggest fans. You can join in on the Happy Birthday Mickey fun at all the Disney parks around the world. And so it looks like they've got on November 18th, there will be special buttons, merchandise, uh, and a Sorcerer Mickey cake to commemorate the occasion. Guests can sing and dance along with Happy Birthday during Move It, Shake It, Dance, and Play It, Cosmic Dance Party in Tomorrowland, and performances by the Dapper Dance. 
Plus, birthday photo props will be available at all four theme parks. And everyone who collects their photos at the parks will receive a folder with a commemorative sticker. And there's there's more in the other parks, too. We won't go into that. but Yeah. Uh, leaning up to the big day, Mickey Mouse will take off to exciting destinations such as Japan, Chile, Canada, China, England, and the United States. Sharing magical moments on Disney's Mickey Mouse Facebook and Instagram pages. He will then bring a few more surprises when he visits the Good Morning America studios in New York City on November 15th. Be sure to share your favorite moments using the hashtag Happy Birthday Mickey and join us in the celebrating the one and only Mickey Mouse. So how old is Mickey Mouse now? He's got to be 90, 89? I think 1928 was the first year he debuted. Is that right? It doesn't say in the article here, but that sounds right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure there'll be some huge thing for his hundredth, like huge thing. Yeah. Didn't they do something weird last year? Like he was taking pictures all over the world or something on like Instagram or something like that. Isn't this, I mean, that's pretty much what this is. Yeah. But I think it was like, it was like a whole month. I thought last year I could be wrong, but it was kind of strange. I thought. Yeah. yeah. Well, this will probably this is probably pretty similar to what he did last year, um, but that's kind of cool. You can sing him "Happy Birthday" during the parade and all the performances and stuff. The stickers. That's cool. So yeah, follow on the Facebook and Instagram, and watch Good Morning America on November fifteenth. We'll move on to the next one. Uh, next one here is some new information on Magic Kingdom closing at 6 p.m. on Christmas party nights. Uh, the Magic Kingdom will be testing a new 6 p.m. park closure on Mickey's very Christmas party nights for 2017 in an attempt to improve the experience for party goers. Although the park closes at 6 p.m., day guests are n- who are not attending the party will be able to stay on USA on Main Street USA until 7 p.m. for shopping, dining, and to see a frozen holiday wish, which takes place at 6.15 p.m. From 6 p.m., only guests with party wristbands will be able to enter attraction lines. To make up for the lost hour in the evening, the Magic Kingdom will be opening at 8 a.m. on party days. As in previous years, guests with tickets for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party will be able to enter the park at 4 p.m. And Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party takes place November 9th, 10th, 12th, 14th, 16th, 17th, 26th, 28th. And in December, it is the 1st, the 3rd, 5th, 7th, 8th, 10th, 12th, 14th, 15th, 17th, 19th, 21st, 22nd of 2017. I noticed this um, when I was doing fast passes for um, us on our on our trip next month. Next month, oh gosh, it's coming up. Um, that uh, it was it was eight to six regular hours on the party days, and I had heard rumblings that it was it was changing to a six p.m. closing for regular park guests, and people were mad. I mean, it was just an hour earlier, but. For the people that don't attend the party, they complain that it's one less hour in the parks. Well, not if they open earlier. Right. So, I mean, mean, at least they changed that. I'm not shocked that people are mad because people get mad about anything that changes at Disney, it seems. So, do they have trouble filtering regular park guests out and then getting the party guests in? I'm sure. Is this why they're doing that? Well, I remember we went a couple of times. I mean, obviously, we went for the Halloween party this fall but mm-hmm. i remember being there before well we didn't go to the, the christmas party it was november of 2013 right and yeah. i remember i mean it was nuts mm-hmm. i mean and i'm sure it's really difficult for the cast members to try and filter those people in and out of who's yeah. staying and not so I, I would assume the extra hour just gives them a little bit of a head start to get everyone so they can out. shop they can eat but they can't do attractions from six to seven apparently they can be on main street okay They'll just kind of filter them. Okay. Like probably what they'll do is they I remember early morning at Universal. 
uh-huh when they had people at certain like as you're walking too because they'd have one area like the harry potter lane was the only lane that was open early oh yes yeah, so they filter so you they probably the have right. people just standing mm-hmm. there and they would always ask like hey can we see your room key well what they'll do is they'll have people around looking Shows for wristbands, wristbands. Yeah. yeah so that you won't get sense. very far without a wristband that makes sense huh okay well i mean this will this will affect us on i mean it's really good if you're mm-hmm. going to the party yeah. Because it gets people out of basically mm-hmm. your way quicker. And since you can still get to the party at four o'clock if you're if you have a party ticket, I mean, you're not gaining another hour, extra hour. It's just the same it doesn't change for you. You could argue you might be gaining a little bit in terms of crowd size. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, it seems like they're for sure it's not gonna really affect anything from you if you're going to the party, but I guess if you're not going to the party, everything would just have to be bumped up an hour yeah but you know what you could do in a future show is do like a um go into the history and and what they've done on previous years on the the christmas party you mean a distory a distory episode possibly i feel like that show specifically needs like a remember the old school history channel you said those like classical music playing with library like i remember uh, there was one show i can't remember what it was called but it was like it was like a library something or other. I have no idea what you're talking about. I, I probably didn't explain that very well. That's okay. What I'm trying to say is classy <laughs> music for it. Yeah. That's what I'll say. Well, it'll be interesting to see how the hours affect the crowds. So, okay. Next story, honey. Uh, let's see. Echo Lake Christmas decor is up and it is new this year. And there's a lot of decorations already up at Hollywood Studios in general. In gen. Um... So yeah, the holidays have arrived at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and this year the tree has made the move to the center of the park in Echo Lake. So is this the tree that was normally on the outside? Of this the... is the tree that's right in front of the entrance. Okay, the giant so tree. And moved it inside. That's a good move, to move that inside. I always so? felt like it should have been inside anyways. It was so big and pretty. I don't know. I mean, I kind of liked it being out there, because it's the first thing you see before you come in. It's like, oh, you can take pictures, and there's not tons of people around it. Why don't they just do two trees? Maybe maybe they will. Come on, Disney. maybe they just haven't done another one. Buy so. another tree. Um, <laughs> the lake is in the process of being refilled currently, so it looks like all the, I guess whatever stuff they were going to do to uh, Echo Lake is already done. Yeah, it's done. The renovation's um, done. So it's in the process of being refilled, but the tree and new decorations are now in place around the lake and in the water. Hmm. So it looks like you're not going to be able to take your picture right next to the tree because it's going to be in the middle of the lake. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah, it's funny because the the dinosaur is holding it looks like a like a tree ornament and wearing a Santa hat. Yeah, that's funny. What's her name? Gertie. Gertie, yeah. I think. Um, and they've got up the because part of what they're doing on on the they've got the snow machines from what I've seen some mm-hmm, pictures up on mm-hmm, the buildings mm-hmm. and they've got one of like because what they're gonna have are the billboards they're gonna I guess change. And this is, this is on Sunset Boulevard. This we're talking about Echo Lake. I know. I'm just saying in general oh, for Hollywood okay. Studios, they've got some of that stuff already up. What they're doing for the you know that officially doesn't start till like seasons. the ninth. What so they still have like another week before that even starts, like the yeah. whole season though. Hey, eh, I don't care. I love Christmas. Yay, Christmas! Okay, let's move on to the next one, Jared. <laughs> He's just looking at me like, oh gosh. I like Christmas as well, but I just... You're not giddy for it? I don't want to get giddy until after Thanksgiving. Like, it's my personal rule. It's like, I don't want Christmas decorations up okay, or anything until I've after had this rule before, and I've, I've just... I don't know. This year, I'm just I'm just going to roll with whatever. I want to I do Christmas. I want to do a long time. I'm a man of principle. I understand. And I can't yeah. allow myself to okay. succumb to the pressures. <laughs> okay, Jared. <laughs> So I'm standing. I'll stand alone if I must. All right. Sounds good. Um, run Disney Fall Feast 5K as the first. Say that ever- five times fast. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, they make all these too when I'm talking with a canker sore, and it like kills me to oh, say sorry. anything with an F. So. You mean to read this? Honey? No, it's fine. Okay. It's just when you have like four words in a row that start with F, it it hurts. <laughs> um, and I'll read it again. 
The Run Disney <laughs> Fall Feast 5K is the first ever race to run through Pandora, the world of Avatar. So they just released the course for this, and yeah, so it's running through. That'd Pandora. be interesting. I'd like to do. I'd like to do a 5K, like a Disney 5K, sometime. Although you have to sign up for those things like a year in advance. They fill up, and they it's already sold out. That is one thing I don't understand. I know you don't understand. I'm a meathead, and I love working out, but paying to run a 5K, I, I will never understand. Okay, but if you had to run, if you just had to run, wouldn't you want to do it at Disney World? Like, look, there's Cinderella Castle. Look, there's the Floating Mountains. Look, there's Spaceship Earth. You know. I mean, if you're going to run, I mean, running in places that are like Disney or like, say, really pretty areas of the world would be better but it's still running and it's terrible but then you run the risk too you run and then something terrible like you get sick or something and then you're gonna have a memory of you running and then getting sick in front of the castle and then you've ruined the castle forever because you're just gonna remember the terrible running never ruin the castle forever i disagree just saying anywho all right, moving on, moving on. Right. I'm pretty sure the running thing stemmed from my entire life of playing basketball. Probably. <laughs> I Yeah, I hated it. All right. Um, the Jungle Cruise is turning into the Jingle Cruise again this holiday season, starting November 2nd, which is today. Today for you guys. Tomorrow for us. Yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah, that's basically like the holiday overlay of the attraction where all the, the like, you know, the 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 jokiness of the of the boat to the tour guides or whatever it's all Christmas themed, which I don't remember the jokes that well. For Christmas or in general? No, the Christmas ones, like the Jingle Cruise. Ones. I don't know if I've ever been on it for Christmas. Have we not? I don't know if I have. I think I have. It's just I want to say I I did I the year we were there around Thanksgiving, but I don't know if they had the Jingle Cruise going on then. I don't know. You know, I probably can't remember the joke because I probably have written it. <laughs> I was like, why can't I remember any of it? Yeah. I don't think we did because it would have to have been in thir- 2013. And yeah. I, I don't know. I'm, I think they did it that, that year. I don't know. Before that, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have done it. Anywho. 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 Okay. Uh, there is some. So the next one here is there is a, some new concept art of the Tower of Terror becoming the Hollywood Toy Hotel for Sunset Sunset Seasons Greetings at Hollywood Studios. I swear they're doing these wordings to make it terribly hard to say. Probably. On purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this actually looks really cool. So obviously this is going to be projection technology onto Tower of Terror to make it look basically sort of like a, a building of presence, sort of. Yeah, we thought it was just gifts, but it's yeah. actually like toys. Yeah, like it looks toys. it looks really cool. So, yeah. uh, as part of the Sunset Seasons greetings at Disney's Hollywood Studios, debuting November 9th. Man, that's soon. <laughs> I uh, know. I did. I have a hard time believing it's November already. But yeah. uh, guests will see the Hollywood Tower Hotel transform via projection mapping into the Hollywood Toy Hotel. And this, they you can see if you go to the show notes, you can see these. But it's. It looks really cool. Um, see, the art shows that the Tower of Terror, as it was built out of, as if it was built out of toys, uh, just a, just one of the many scene changes the structure will make during the new holiday offering. This particular projection will tie into a Toy Story scene in the show. Uh, okay, so apparently it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna change throughout the whole evening. I'm assuming. Yeah, because because it, it's only from six to wait six thirty to. 8.30? I think it's only two hours. Something like that. Yeah. So it's an ongoing, yeah. Like you said, I would say it's right show. now. I'm looking extremely forward to this. Oh, 100% over here. Yeah, me too. Like I'm looking forward to the to the, the uh, Halloween, the Christmas party at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. But I'm legitimately looking forward to this because this is something completely new for one thing. But I love the idea of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Because like, like snow falling on. Mm-hmm. And I've always loved in Hollywood Studios the Sunset Strip. Yeah. I've always enjoyed mm-hmm. that for whatever reason. So I think this is just real, really cool. Yeah, well, thing. I think Disney fans have been asking for sunset for this kind of thing in another park for a long time. 
Well, and since Osborne Lights is gone, I was going to say, I think, I it. think this whole thing, the Sunset Seasons Greetings, is a couple of things. I think for one, the Osborne Lights last year was the first year without it, and apparently a lot of people said it was really underwhelming, like the Jingle Bell Jingle Bam. It just wasn't. I mean, yeah. if you're used to the Osborne lights and you got what you had last year, you just didn't have the Christmas feel there. And uh, Universal Studios is doing the Harry Potter area, the castle. It's going to have their Christmas oh, lights this year too. Right. So I think this is kind of the uh, not rebuttal, but I think maybe okay, we need to do some more Christmas stuff. Here's a uh-huh. really cool Christmas experience in a park that needs people Something. in it. Yeah. And so this is a way. It gives people it, it's more Christmas stuff, and I think it gives people a reason to go to Hollywood Studios because they're going to yeah. have more crowds. Yeah, and they're going to have. I mean, until this stuff opens up, like Toy Story and Star Wars, they're going to need stuff like this to pull crowds in. You know, I feel like Epcot could use more Christmas as well. Like you know, the Innoventions buildings—they don't really do a lot with all that space. Why don't they do something in there with Christmas? Yeah, I mean, they have the Hollywood uh, the the holiday. F- festival foods yeah i know well that yeah that's fairly new though i guess i want yeah. i want more they do have i, I think more. they've got different santas and like father yeah. christmas father stuff yeah okay but i mean yeah i'm all for all the parks doing yeah. as much christmas stuff as possible well i'm really looking forward to this projection mapping on tower of terror for i am sure. too i tell you right now and i don't know why they haven't done it yet maybe they're going to but why they haven't done more projection mapping on spaceship earth at epcot They've done more and more. They've done a little bit. Man, you could do so much cool stuff with this projection onto that ball would be really cool. But like you could turn Spaceship Earth into a giant Christmas ornament. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you could. Like red, but whatever the color, it'd be a giant Christmas ornament and make it look like snow is coming down. It'd be awesome. Yeah, or like a globe, like a snow globe. There's it's endless. You could live you could have it on a loop. I mean, I think that Uh alone would be cool, but Well, let's move on to the, another story of some concept art. Disney can contact me anytime they'd like. Okay, get, Jared. <laughs> got more ideas. Uh, new concept art of reimagined Disney's Coronado Springs Resort Lobby. Uh, the major expansion and reimagination of Disney's Coronado Springs Resort is well underway and will incorporate various new features such as a two-story grand lobby that will welcome guests a 15-story tower that overlooks Lago Dorado, the resort's centerpiece lake, uh, 500 brand-new guest rooms, concierge-level suites and services, and a new rooftop restaurant and lounge boasting panoramic views. Additionally, the expansion will bring a new boardroom, event lawn, and two multi-purpose meeting rooms, adding to the resort's current 220,000 square feet of dedicated meeting, event, and exhibition space. Uh, each of the resort's existing guest rooms are also being fully reimagined with new features and amenities that will surely appeal to savvy business travelers such as new desk space, beverage station, and more. Uh, when complete, guests will be able to conveniently connect to the other areas of the resort <coughs> via a series of bridges and walkways that pass through an island oasis. So this concept art makes me want to stay there. It looks cool. The lobby, it looks really really cool like i mean based on this it doesn't really look like a moderate or moderate uh hotel dare i say it looks class a it looks very class a what's that from again it's from the office that's right yeah I should have known. um yeah uh this um this article is uh, a link to it is going to be in the show notes so if you want to take a look at these pictures it looks very grand um very very fancy is another word I can use. Fancy. Which this kind of I think we talked about this before. Uh-huh. Is if they you know, they're going to need more hotel space for the new lands coming in. I mean, especially Star Wars is the amount of crowds it's going to bring in. Mm-hmm. I think the whole plan is to sort of redo hotels that need it and add more rooms to it and then maybe they're going to add another. Now they already announced one that they're going to do, but maybe they're going to add more once they kind of Maybe well, it's a, maybe it's, it's like cheaper. with the parks. They're gonna upgrade Epcot, get all this stuff where it needs to be, and then before they look at adding another park. Well, it's cheaper to add on and redo the existing hotel exactly. than it is to be, build a new one. So yeah, so I think I, I would like to stay here now. Well, when it, whenever it's finished, 
<laughs> yeah, and two, I mean, I think Orlando is the second business, or excuse me, second largest business convention city in the world. What's the first? I think it's Vegas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty sure Vegas is number right. one. I think, I think right. Orlando has got number two because Universal stuff they're building is mm-hmm. a lot of it's for convention crowds. Yep. So it's smart. There's literally something at the, the Orange County Convention Center like yeah. every day. And it's smart that Disney would go after this because they know Universal's doing this as well. So it makes sense for them to upgrade their stuff. to. Yeah. And anytime there is some kind of big convention in Orlando, you you can feel it. Like it's, yeah. it's busier. Um, the, even the, the theme park crowds are busier because a lot of these, you know, businessmen and women bring their families. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited for this. Excited, excited, excited. I can't say I've ever wanted to stay there before, but seeing that concept art, it looks pretty, pretty cool. cool. And if the room's getting a redone, yeah, yeah, for sure. Cool. All right, let's move on to the last of the parks and resorts stories. Uh, new one here is there are three Italian restaurants coming to Disney Springs this winter. Um, sees, says three new Italian restaurants and bar concepts will be added to the Disney, Disney Springs landscape this winter. According to a news release from the restaurant's development firm Patina Restaurant Group, the restaurants will form a dining complex next to the Edison, which is another Patina Group restaurant in the works. Oh, okay. So they're kind of making a little grouping there. Yeah. Maria and Enzo's, an Italian trattoria. Okay, I don't know if it's pronounced trattoria or trattoria. I've heard of both, so I don't know which one's right. Trust something. Trust um, something. <laughs> this will offer family-friendly dishes such as, oh, geez, uh, a... You don't, you don't have to say it. We'll just keep wow. going. <laughs> it's it's something de carne. Basically, it's rice balls stuffed with meat. So, mm. Okay. Uh, mullet. Again, this is something. Melazzani par. It's a, this is legit Italian, and I can't speak it. So it's a really fancy Italian word for eggplant parmesan and handmade pastas. Uh, Enzo's hideaway will be a speakeasy inspired by Roman aperivito aper, aper bars. Mm-hmm. Uh, Prohibition era cocktails will be served along with dishes such as, I'm just going to say, a hollow spaghetti with creamy egg and pancetta sauce. That is like bucatini alla carbonara. I do not speak Italian. <laughs> speak Italian. <laughs> it's hard to do this when you have a canker sore on top of not being able to pronounce some of these words correctly anyway. So it, it's just, it's a train wreck. And Jamie's laughing at me right I'm now so and smiling sorry, at me. But it's uh, and I'm gonna try and say this. I'm gonna muscle through this. Okay. Tana Tana Rally Casio Pipe. Uh, anyways, it's square oh cut gosh. spaghetti with <laughs> picornio and black pepper. Whatever. Don't you don't even we can just skip that again. This is all in the show notes, so I, if you guys want to read this over, I'm out for the challenge. See, this is my problem. I can't back down from a challenge, but anyways, they're really yeah. So it's in restaurants, and sorry everybody. Rounding off the trio is Pizza Ponte, a fast casual concept centered around pastries, pizza, Italian sandwiches, and espresso. Pastries include Italian donuts, um, pastry with rice cream, and tiramisu. And savory items include stuffed pizza bread, sandwiches, porchata, uh, sorry, Italian or Sicilian style pizza by the slice. Uh, yeah, so I don't, is there more a restaurant? need for more Italian restaurants in Disney Springs? Um, there's always need True. for more restaurants. Now, um, we had previously mentioned Maria and Enzo's before. The other two were, I think, are fairly new. But, yeah, um, any more new restaurants? I mean, how many is this? They keep adding new restaurants every... I feel like we get a new announcement every time we do a episode. Um, yeah. They're just they're just adding, adding, adding. It's whatever. I like Italian food. Heavy pastas. I like it. Sauce, I just don't eat it much. Meat. Yeah, unless I go out to eat Italian, I don't make it at home. I don't eat it much. I know you don't. I know, but I do. So, whatever. Okay, Uh, let's move into movies and TV news. I I'm gonna read for a few of these stories just to give Jared a break because I feel bad for him and his canker sore. 
Um, Are you? I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm saying that putting me in the bullpen. Yes, I am. So the next story we got is Freeform's 25 Days of Christmas is to expand to ABC, Disney Channel, and more. For the first time, Freeform, the network previously known as ABC Family, will not be the only channel hosting the much-anticipated 25 Days of Christmas programming this year. The Disney ABC Television Group has announced that the holiday specials will expand to air across all of their networks this season due to the popularity of the annual programming. Their networks include Freeform, ABC, Disney Channel, Disney XD, and Disney Junior. Uh, Freeform will air holiday favorites such as Elf, Woohoo, The Santa Claus, Woohoo, and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Woohoo, along with several original Christmas movies with a few Disney specials, such as The Wonderful World of Disney, Magical Holiday Celebration, and Decorating Disney, Holiday Magic. Ooh, I like that one. That's a holiday special that is said to show viewers how Disney destinations brings the holidays to life across the parks and resorts. Additionally, ABC is set to debut a new reality competition that will be tied to the holidays, like the Christmas, the Great Christmas Light Fight, where families will be competing to transform their homes into the ultimate festive wonderland and the Great American Baking Show. Disney Channel, Disney XD, Disney Junior, and Radio Disney will also air holiday specials. Excuse me, will also air holiday episodes of their most popular shows. Will present a Disney Channel holiday celebration tele- telecast from the Disney parks, and will debut a new Lion King film titled *The Lion Guard: Timon and Pumbaa's Christmas*. Um, the countdown to the 25 days of Christmas begins on Saturday, November tw- November 18th, and you can find that schedule. Let's see. So yeah, um, not so easy, is it? No, I. Oh, you would have had a lot of trouble with that one. Trust me. Um, I love ABC Family, 25 Days of Christmas, or Freeform, or whatever. Um, it's one of those things, yeah. it's like when it's on, you I like having it on it. the back. I don't watch it, but it kind of makes me feel Christmassy if it's on, but I can't I have, say that I've sat down and like watched a ton of it. Okay, well, what are your what are your, what are your Christmas go-to movies every year? Because I have a couple, and I'll, I'll tell you mine. Well, first off, let me tell you that there's a little, little movie. It's a little unknown movie a lot of people don't know about. Uh, called Jingle All the Way. I think people do know about it. Uh, it's a great Christmas classic. I like it because the little kid's name is Jamie, and Jared likes to say my name in the Arnold voice. No, let's say this straight. You like for me to say it because <laughs> she do. likes my Arnold impression. I do it. But I hate doing Arnold because everybody has an Arnold impression. <laughs> Jamie, <laughs> do it real quick. You want me to? Yeah. I Go. apologize in advance. It's, it's Arnold. Go. And he says Jamie. Yeah, he goes, Jamie. Yeah, Jamie. <laughs> Jimmy, come here. <laughs> I love it. It's so, it's so terrible. fun. So terrible. Yeah, that's a terrible movie, but it's hey, very entertaining. Hey, how dare you? Okay. It's a great movie. Um, I have to watch The Santa Claus, the first one and the third one. Second one I can do without, but definitely the first, the first Those, one. Those, Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation, like Elf, like they said. Um, Christmas Story, um, I know a lot of people just love that movie. I, I'm okay with it. It's not like my favorite yeah, I tell you one, I I like it kind of, but it's like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, the newer one. Mm-hmm. Okay, the mm-hmm. problem I have with that entire movie is the whole time Dylan McDermott, who is a dashing gentleman, let's just just be honest about this, yeah. and the whole time he's trying to court this this lady, mm-hmm. and she is just not having it, and it's like. I don't buy it, A, and B. That she wouldn't be interested Dylan in Dylan McDermott could just be like, whatever. Right. I'll move. The whole movie, it drives me crazy. I'm like, it's Dylan McDermott, lady. Yeah. That's also a good one. I agree that you have to watch that one. Um, there's a couple others and I can't remember. But, yeah. Let me just say this. I think, feel like Dylan McDermott is a really oh my nice, nice fellow in real You're life. You're obsessed. Hey. Moving I'm just on. just saying. It bothers me. Okay, Jared. Okay. Okay, well, that's it for movie and TV news. Um, we got some merchandise and food stories. We'll just go through real quick. Um, well, first of all, there is ton of mer- merchandise for Christmas out everywhere at Disney World. I think all the stores are stocked with it now. I think this so is a shocking it development. It looks like Christmas is thrown up on Disney World. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> and, shocked uh, they did that's this. That's okay. Okay, so let's go to um, the next story, Jared. 
yeah, Disney Parks is creating new Made with Magic light-up merchandise that glows with the show uh, at home via app. The long-running Made with Magic or Glow with the Show items at Disney Parks are getting much-needed makeover to allow guests to have more fun with them at home. The light-up ear hats, bows, gloves, wands, and more have been have been an interesting offering at the Disney Parks over the last few years. Dancing in synchronized light to nighttime spectaculars and more, but new ear hats will also hit will also work at home via the Shop Disney Parks mobile app. At some point in the near future, a new version of the Made with Magic ear hat will be released, one that can be controlled via the Shop Disney Parks app. The app will allow guests to control the color and blinking speed of the item no matter where they are, something the older items were uh, were incapable of. As well, the Made with Magic items will glow at home during ABC's The Wonderful World of Disney Magical Holiday Celebration on November 30th, as well as the Disney Parks Christmas Day Parade on December 25th. There has been no word on when these new items will be debuting at the parks, but it should be any day now. Uh, Made with Magic currently works with the following entertainment offerings at Disney World. Fantasmic at Disney Hollywood Studios, Happily Ever After Fireworks Show at Magic Kingdom, Once Upon a Time at Magic Kingdom, Rivers of Light at Disney's Animal Kingdom, uh, Star Wars, A Galactic Spectacular at Hollywood Studios, and select concerts at the America Gardens Theater in the American Adventure Pavilion at Epcot. Uh, while you don't often see many guests wearing the Made with Ma- Magic items, here there are some videos on this uh, link here that shows kind of how the tech will work in action. So it's kind of a cool, cool idea. Yeah. So if you can't be there, I guess. I wonder how, if this will really be a hit or not, but it's a cool idea. Yeah. That's awesome. Made with Magic. Cool. Okay, I don't really have much else to say about that. I'm just going to move on to the next one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, go on to the next one, Jared. In case you were all wondering, Pandora Banshees um, are now available for adoption online. And it says, Shop Disney is now selling the Pandora World of Avatar Interactive Banshees online. And if you missed your chance to get them in the parks because they were sold out, here's your chance to get them now online. Uh, they are coupled with the purchase to display when they are not in use. Yeah, so apparently they're v- they're really popular. Remember when they when they first opened yeah. the park, like Pandora? The thing is, they were all sold out. If you don't get this in the park and like wear it, do you really want at it? Animal Kingdom? <laughs> you're just gonna look like a lunatic. Like you're gonna have a fake parrot on your shoulder. Like I've always felt hey, when they're, I they're cute. When they're I saw cute. these come out, this is one of those things that you buy because your kid really wants it, or it's like, oh, this is really neat, and then you will never use it again. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure people will buy these online, but this it's just one of those items that is like a one time use thing that more than likely will never get used again. But people like them. Yeah, that's true. I I don't have one. I don't really want one, but I can see why. I, Especially like little kids would like them, so maybe they'll do well. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I wish I was more into Pandora stuff, but I'm really, I'm really not. I maybe I just haven't spent enough time in it to like really get the full effect of the land. But I mean, I, I would like to spend like a little bit more time in it on this next trip just yeah. to see. But I mean, it's cool looking. Yeah, and the, I mean the theming is great, and you know the banshees for are sure. part of the movie. It's really so. pretty. It's just I didn't care for the movie like at all. <laughs> right. I mean, it was <laughs> that kind of affects your opinion. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, be like Star Wars Land. If I hated Star Wars, I'd be like, yeah, oh, like, I don't really care about I'm Star not Wars go Land. Yeah. And not to say that it's a very pretty, and I'm sure I want to ride. Um, I can't ever remember the name of the flight of passage ride flight of passage. Just it's FOP. I do FOP. want to ride it. I don't know why I cannot remember that. I don't know. Um, and it, you know, the restaurants in there are really cool. And I think there's a lot of cool stuff. It's just in general, the, the inspiration for that area of the park. I, it's just not my favorite thing, but it's still very pretty, but fair enough. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Last of the news stories. Um, yeah. So there's a first look at the new Choza. De Margarita menu opening soon in Epcot's Mexico Pavilion. 
and this is the margarita stand. You mean Mexico? In Mexico. <laughs> uh, this is the margarita stand that's been under construction for what seemed like 10 years. It was supposed to open like August. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they've shared new information about its upcoming uh, opening, which is going to be if you're looking at the uh, there for, or, excuse me if you're looking at the Mexico Pavilion, it's like to the left and in front of it a little bit is mm-hmm. where it's going to be because they've had construction walls up for a Forever. while. This was originally announced back in January of this year, and it was going to be Choza Tequila. It is now switched to Choza de Margarita, serving authentic Mexican beverages and street fare. Uh, the menu offers three handcrafted margaritas, three frozen margaritas, three Mexican beers, and a non-alcoholic Mexican fruit punch with orange, pineapple, and grapefruit juices and a splash of grenadine. It'll ha- it, I mean, yeah, if you want to look at more at the menu, you can look at that in the show notes, but... Yeah, I we went in August, in August or September, and it was supposed to be open, and it was not. Yeah. And they were still doing construction like hardcore. Um, and it was really, it really kind of, really kind of sucked because with food and wine going on, and all the crowds going yeah, back really forth cramped. in Mexico. Oh my gosh, yeah. it was terrible. So I'll be happy when this opens. Although it'll probably be super popular and have these long lines, and it'll probably be worse with the crowds. So and you know it'd be good because margaritas are. Always pretty good. Oh, in Mexico, yeah. It's kind of hard to make. Uh, I'm not saying it's hard. It's kind. Of, it's difficult to screw up a margarita. Yeah, that's true. But okay, um, that's it for the news for this week. We're gonna move into rumors. We've got three we want to cover, rumors. and some of them are are like like stuff that's actually going on, but parts of it is a rumor. If that makes sense. So, um, Jared, we're gonna start with flights of wonder maybe going away in Animal Kingdom. Yeah. So it says the popular Flights of Wonder Bird Show that features comedic stylings of the famed explorer Guano Joe and his fear of birds may be ending soon. Um, it's just a rumor. Yeah, but... it says cast members are now stating that the show could be ending on December 31st in order for the Caravan Stage Theater to be remodeled in preparation for a new show that will begin in April 2018 to celebrate Animal Kingdom's 20th anniversary. So I don't think I've ever seen this show. We stood outside and watched a little bit of it with our daughter because she liked the birds for like 15 seconds. Well, we stood there and basically soaked up the mist fans. Oh, that's right. The mist fans were outside. Yeah. They had like three and I kind of hogged all. I got got them all triangulated on one spot. And yeah, but yeah. So that's right. That one won't really... If, I don't think I've ever seen it, so it probably won't affect my experience much. But if you like that show, maybe go see it sooner rather than later. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, okay, the next one is there's some new construction in Adventureland that might be the future site of Club 33. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, while announced quite some time ago, we have learned, or sorry, we have heard little about the four planned Club 33 locations at Walt Disney World since. While not confirmed, it appears that the Magic Kingdom location for the exclusive club is finally under construction. Um, let's see here. The remainder of the uh, Adventureland Veranda restaurant that wasn't utilized by the Skipper Canteen appears to be uh, getting repurposed for Club 33. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's we don't they haven't like confirmed that that's what this is, but I mean, I'm down. So how do you become a member of Club 33? I think you have to be invited. And like is it expensive? Eat. Yes. Like how much? I think to be a member, you have to, I think it's like tens of thousands of dollars a year. And what, I mean, what's the benefit? I don't know a ton about Club 33. What are the um, benefits of it? Uh, special events, special dinners, um, exclusive, maybe, I don't know if they do exclusive merchandise, maybe. I don't know about that, but um, I think it's mostly the exclusivity of it right. um so it makes sense only if you lived there if you lived in orlando or you win enough to make it um, worth it maybe yeah or if you had the money i don't know i don't know enough about it i mean because this is that this is like disneyland right um i don't know enough about it that's my question to... if they're starting at disney world who are they going to choose to join it because if it's invite only but 
how are they going to pull that over? And they're not going to be able to pull that know. over from Disneyland. I don't know. I, I don't know if they'll start with like. I bet you they're going to have like a lottery. I bet you're going to sign up. There's going to be like a lottery system, and like they're just going to maybe pick like a core group. And I don't know when they when they say exclusive. I don't know how many members they'll let in. I don't know if there's a cap. I, I don't know. Yeah. I really I don't know much about it, but I'll, I'll find out eventually. I'm sure. So. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, look out for that construction if you're in Adventureland soon. So. Um, and the last rumor, we don't really have anything more than just a statement, but does Disney maybe considering adding Frozen to PhilharMagic and other little changes? Uh, Magic has been, I mean, it's one of the older, I mean, it's not old. It's just tired. It's a tired show, in my opinion. I don't think I've watched PhilharMagic in years. I don't even remember how it is. Yeah. I don't know. Same for me. I don't think I've seen it in a while. So if they add something to it, it means they won't get rid of it for a while. Yeah. But I don't know what else they put in it. And they have other things to do. They, they've got other things they're working on. So yeah. they want to keep it. That's fine. And adding Frozen to it is fine, too. So, so that may be happening. So. Yep. Um, so the last thing I want to mention, it's not Disney related. It's Universal related. But I wanted to say it because it's kind of a big deal um universal orlando has bought a hundred more acres of land making the total land they have to build on 573 acres so universal orlando and island of adventure and volcano bay together make up about 260 acres so they could take that and just double it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my point in bringing this up is that they, I mean, they do these things. They don't announce, they don't make any announcements when they do anything like this. They just do it. Whereas like Disney, it's like they may announce it like years in the, in the, and like they're like, oh, well, just, we're going to do this in the future. And then they have, they have us waiting. With, with Universal, it's very like, oh, they just did that. Oh, so what's, what, what are you going to do? Oh, we don't, we're not going to tell you. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I'll be curious to see if there's going to be. Are they going to do Nintendo Land? Is it, it going to start? The construction going to start soon? Are they can start bulldozing stuff. Like, I'm just. I'm. Just I curious feel like about that this. they're going to announce fairly soon that they're going to build a new park. Yeah. Because they're going to have to have some rebuttal for Star Wars and Toy Story coming in line. I and personally like it. I like that they keep Disney on their toes. Totally agree. I mean, you can make a really good argument. The only reason we're getting Star Wars Land and an Epcot update and all this stuff is because of Universal. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Because of Harry Potter. So it looks like everything I've heard, the only thing that makes any sense to do is is like Nintendo themed. I mean, the problem Universal has compared to Disney is they don't own enough IPs. Yeah. They're not going to do a whole land based on like Fast and Furious. Yeah. And... You know, the only one that makes any sense would be Nintendo yeah. or something like that. But yeah, I think this probably lends to them announcing. Uh, I don't know if they announce it this year, but they're probably going to announce fairly soon plans for a new park. To try. Probably around the time Toy Story. Opens. I was getting ready to say, I wouldn't <laughs> be shocked because they always yeah. try and do that little bit of like steal the thunder from Disney. Yeah. So maybe it's, although them announcing something that's coming in an actual land opening up, I don't think that's going to be stealing any thunder necessarily. But uh, I could see him open, you know, saying something around that time in the spring. Yeah, but for sure. All right. Well, I just wanted to mention that real quick. So, yeah. um, okay. So that's it for the news and rumors this week. We're going to move on to our discussion. We are going to be talking about the Disney World taping of the holiday TV special. Um, every Christmas Day, Disney airs a I think it's two hour. I think it's just two hours. Maybe three hours. Maybe I think it's just two. I don't, I'm not I sure. I can't remember correctly. Holiday special on ABC. Um, there are usually a few celebrity hosts that introduce the parades, musical performances, um, stage performances, recorded segments that promote the Disney brand. It is basically one long Disney commercial. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, most, if not all, of the Disney parks are represented um, including Alani, because they always want people to go to Alani. 
but it's mostly Disney World, Disneyland that they're covering. Uh, it's usually pretty cheesy, but it puts you in the Christmas mood. It's pretty entertaining. Um, and they usually use the celebrities they choose to promote their upcoming TV shows or movies. So, like, if they've got a particular actor that's in a movie they're starring in coming up, they'll have them on the special. So, um, have you, did you watch the one last year, Jared? Yeah. Well. Kind of? In and out. Well, yeah, as much as we could, but yeah. Yeah. Um, pacing of it is interesting. Like, it just, it goes back and forth between, like, there's usually like a main host and then they kind of jump around the world like, okay, this person's going to sing. And then we're going to talk about, we got this, but yada, yada, yeah. yada. So, um, a lot of people think that the parade and the shows are live and they are definitely not. No. So I don't know how many times I've heard of people like going on like message boards or discussion boards asking, um, when is the, when are they, ta- when are they taping the, the Christmas parade on Christmas? I want to be, I want to be on TV. Like, well, you missed that two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so, no, you will not be on TV if you go on Christmas to look at the parade. Um, they're filmed weeks beforehand. They used to be the first week in December. And I think last year is the year they, they changed it to first week in November. Um, this year, the recording schedule is starts on this Friday, November 3rd through the 7th. Friday is at Hollywood Studios, Saturday is at Animal Kingdom, and then three days, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, are all at Magic Kingdom. So there's no Epcot. Interesting. Um, So if you're traveling to Disney World this weekend, you might get a sneak peek at something that's being recorded. Not surprised to hear that they do the majority at Magic Kingdom. Why do you think they moved it from December to November? More, Honestly, it's probably pretty easy because they do more christmas decorations earlier and earlier now and the earlier you record that yeah. the more time you have to edit you're not as pressed up against the time clock so instead of having a month to get it all ready get a little extra time do you think it has something to do with the crowd levels too? i was gonna say probably you got less of a crowd issue early on in november is, though this weekend is also the wine and the wine and dine half marathon it's a busy weekend yeah but i think Still, it's going to be overall busier the closer you get to Christmas, especially after Thanksgiving. Hmm. Okay. So, I mean. Well, um, here's some insider info about this year's filming schedule and in, in schedule in general. Um, the parade is not filmed at Disney World. So, if you would Disney, go, to, go to Disney World this weekend and you want to be in the parade, you are SOL because it's in Disneyland again like it was last year. I don't know why they do that. Um, I don't know if it's a space issue. I don't know if it's easier to do it at Disneyland, but they will have music and stage performances that will be filmed all over Walt Disney World, of course, except for Epcot. Um, Okay, so the filming. So let's say you're going to um, performance in front of Cinderella's Castle. Let's say it's some some singer or whatever, singing their song. It could literally take hours to film one musical performance. Mm -hmm. Um, There are cameras like up in cranes above you. They're just kind of scanning the crowd, scanning the stage. The there's close ups in front of you. I mean, it's not conducive to the audience, like or the crowd that's watching. Um, but it's it's just to get the right angle, the right sound, the right look, all of that. So you could be literally standing in the same spot for hours listening to the same song over and over and over again. Um, it's definitely not a good good idea to bring your small children to this because they will hate it after a few minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what's funny <laughs> is when we start looking into this, mm-hmm. there is no way I would want to do this. The you personally? No. Well, first yeah, off, I don't care about being on TV for two seconds to say it was on TV. And second, it's not like they're playing great music that you're going to hear over and over and well, over again. I mean, it might be. They had Jason Derulo the other year. Point proven. Anyways. Oh, anyways, you're, you're proving my point for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, me personally would not be something I'd want to do. But it's good to know these things for going in. That way you're not like stuck in the middle of a crowd thinking, oh my gosh, I didn't know it was going to be like this. Well, all right. Um, if you decide to go to Disneyland, um, since they're not doing the Disney World Parade this year for the Christmas special, um, 
be be warned that once you are in your spot filming the Christmas parade, you probably won't be able to move. They'll probably make you stay where you are. I don't think you can get out of where you are during filming. Um, and with the Christmas parade, they stop it. They film something. Sometimes they go back and do it again. Um, then sometimes they do the the parade multiple times, like dry runs. Sometimes they do rehearsals. It's it's sometimes it's it's a, it's a mess. So it won't feel magical, probably. I mean, unless you just want to be on camera. But it's something to experience if you want to be on TV. This sounds terrible. <laughs> it's, it's just, and what happens is they used to um, give away free tickets if you wanted to be a part of the filming because a lot of people didn't want to do this. Yeah. Like years and years before or whatever. They did, like, they just couldn't get people to, to do it or whatever. Well, now everybody wants to. So they kind of have to. Um, isolate it to... I feel like people don't know yeah. all this before going in, though. They don't think about it. Probably not. I personally, I maybe want to do it like one time just to see how it, everything works. But I probably wouldn't want to do it again. That would be the only way I would want to do it. Like, if you were able to record stuff and just to see kind of how the whole thing goes. But to actually just be there experiencing like, oh, I want to be on TV for this parade or whatever... Mm-hmm. I would have zero interest. Me personally, I'm sure some people wouldn't mind doing it, but yeah, yeah, would not be my thing. Um, and I, I couldn't. I think, I think this is correct. Most of the crowds in like the for the performances, like in front of the castle or um, at uh, Hollywood Studios, are cast members and their family or friends. Yeah, I think I read that. Too. Um, the only time regular park guests can actually get into that crowd is if they need more people. So if they just don't have enough for the cast members and their friends' family, they'll just have more people come into like the roped off areas. So there's a chance that you could experience this as well. The thing is, though, Disney usually doesn't release the names of who's performing beforehand. So you could be lined up to listen to somebody you absolutely hate and then have to stand there Which for those hours. Chances are super high. Oh come on, it's Disney. Be nice. Um, well, I, hey, chances I can, are you'll get a Disney Channel. Like, I can love Disney. Singer. I can also hate the music that is That's produced true. today. That's you so. can. Um, As should everybody so, else. Anyway. Yeah, this is basically all for warnings if you want to do this. Now, it, it may be magical to you to get to experience this and and um, see how they film everything, but you know, this is just it's it's not like it's not what it is on TV. Where it's just, just different cuts and it's it's all beautiful and and perfect and everything. It's not like that at all. So we just want everybody to kind of realize that it's it's a lot of work for just a few minutes of tape, I guess. So yeah. So you would never do this. The only way I would honestly, the only way I would do it. do it would be. Well, first off, if you really wanted to do it and you were like dead <laughs> set on doing it, I might yeah. do it with you. But yeah, if we were able to like record stuff for like the show or like the YouTube channel, maybe. Oh, uh, I don't know if they let us. I that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But other than that, like, just would I want to do this and just experience it? No, I. I yeah. my whole thing on the magic behind TV shows and all this stuff got ruined years ago. Whenever. Um, I forget where I was at, and I saw like the making of some sort of TV special thing, and it was just it was just like this cuts and yeah, nothing is what you. Th- I mean, it's so unglamorous. It's very unglamorous, and it, it it does show you how good these people are at editing and making things look fluid. But it is yep. not fluid, and it is not you know when you're experiencing it, you're just like this is so boring. You're yeah. bored out of your mind because there's just I mean there will be twenty thirty minutes when there's just nothing. Yep, just standing there prepping, waiting. if not uh-huh. longer, and yeah, it's just yep. It's a lot of waiting and a lot of, you know, and it's not like anybody's. I mean, if you're on TV, it's for like point two seconds. Yeah, if that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, if you anybody listening out there has actually experienced this, we would love to hear about your experience. I was gonna say that yeah, if somebody um, experiences it, we could please yeah email us at hello at capture the magic apparel dot com and. Give us a rundown. What happened? How you felt about it? Was it boring? Was it great? We'd love to hear it. So. If you're super interesting, we might even put you on the show. Or yeah, and we'll do. We'll, we'll probably do a question and answer show sometime soon because we're getting some emails and stuff about questions that people have had. So 
We'll probably do one of those soon. I'm right here. You can ask me whatever you need. Yeah, I know. I just meant a whole show about it. So. Oh, anyway. somebody other than me. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. All right. Well, that's all we have for today. Um, we want to make sure to mention that everyone should follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and subscribe to all of our accounts and channels. Make sure to sign up for that newsletter on our website, CaptureTheMagicPodcast.com, to um, enter for a chance to receive a free t-shirt. And we want to mention our YouTube channel. We have a couple of vlogs that are already up. This last week, we um, posted a video about our experience with writing Frozen Ever After and it breaking down. So... You should definitely check that out and subscribe to our channel there. Yeah, side note there, the evacuation process for that ride, weird. Yeah, it's kind of strange, but they handled it well. So, you'll just have to watch to see what we mean. Dun, dun, dun. Just go on, yeah. Yeah. So, anything you want to mention or add to anything we talked about, Jared? Uh, yeah, if you haven't subscribed to the show yet or leave us a review, um, you know, tell your friends, tell yell at people on the street. I don't know. Just They'll appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Jared, for joining in this conversation with me today. And thank you for listening, everybody. And we will see you in the parks.